What's going on, everybody? This is Black Men Sundays. I'm your host, Corey Sylvester Murray. We're talking about generational wealth. We're talking about finance. Of course, we're talking about business. But before we introduce today's guest, my man, Eric, who do you have for our Black Men Sunday Spotlight? Hey, thank you, Corey. I do appreciate that. Uh, today's Spotlight, we're going to talk about Junior Burden. And he was honored with the Presidential Award for Excellence in Science, Mathematics, and Mentoring. Now, Junior Burden has his hands tied across the education system. He works as a student parent liaison, a global information manager for RCA, a robotics coach, a math coach, and a step team coach for the five-time national championship team. He's embedded in all of his work. Uh, Bedden works to ensure students feel and seen and can harness all of their talents. Now, on that, now this system, according to Burden, allows students to take pride in themselves and work for their community. And that's my spotlight for today, Mr. Junior Burden. Now back to you, Corey. But without further ado, man, I want to introduce our guest today, this brother, Quan, Sir Quan. This brother is a king. This brother is King's Nation Entertainment. This brother has a barber and a salon in Atlanta, Georgia. He's making moves. This brother's doing real estate. This brother, when we're talking about being an entrepreneur, he's the definition of that. Also, we got to get into this man's talents, man. This man can rap. This man sings. This man produces. This man plays instruments. This man was in a video with Nas. This man worked with Pusha T. This man worked with Asher Roth. This man worked with Ace Hood. You know, a lot of Florida people know who that is down here. This brother is a businessman first. You know, this Black Men Sundays, we obviously got to take care of the business and the finance. We're going to get into the music and all that. But like I said, we talking about generational wealth. We talking about financial literacy. We talking about business. So without further ado, Quan, welcome to Black Men Sundays, brother. How you doing, man? Blessings, blessings. Thank you for having me, man. All is well. And as we talking about the King's Nation entertainment, you know, we also understand that you have a barbershop and a salon all connected in the facility. So, yeah, so let's talk about that from a business perspective. How did that How did that initiative get started? I cut hair. So it, it, it was only natural to, to, to develop a facility that would allow me to do music and cater to my clientele. And, and, and that's what that was about. And um, utilizing the rest of the space to generate even more income be it through photography and film, through hairstylists, or through, you know, clothing and um, merch. All right, nice. And going into that, because a lot of Black men, when we sitting around talking to each other, we have these business ideas, but we don't take that initiative to actually get it going. So, you know, from a financial point of view, when we're talking to Black men that don't have businesses, but they want to be a business owner, what type of money should they have saved up already? Or if they don't have it saved up, what type of money should they start saving? I mean, you should always start saving, period. Anytime you start generating any kind of money, you should start saving. I stick to the to the little model, make 10, save five, nine if you can. Meaning I've conditioned myself to live below my means so that when something goes wrong or shit hit the fan or it's something that I need to invest in or do, I have the bag. And when it's something that I want to indulge in luxury-wise, I have the bag. You see what I'm saying? But these past couple of years, outside of me, you know, purchasing, you know, one or two things, motivational items, I call it, 
Um, I re it's really been investment years. These last two, three years have been investment years for um, everything that's going on with my with my project. But I want to say this. So so with the saving method I, I, I spoke on, all of that plays into respecting your money, respecting your credit. is no different than owning a house. You know, uh, different people are going to inquire about different things. Proof of income, income to debt ratios, bank statements, your LLC, your letters of, of, of your articles of incorporation, like having all of these things situated where sometimes when you don't have the finances, but you have all your business together, there's different institutions that will back your plan and that will lend you the money to get right. So when a person wants to do business, the first thing is respecting your credit. But I really like to say is discipline. That's the first thing. And the discipline is sitting your ass down, accepting things that you that you know and accepting things that you don't. And like I said, once once you start living below your means and respecting your credit and your taxes and respecting your coin, man, the world is yours. Other people with the financial means, other teams, groups and corporations and grant communities, I help you finance your dream if you're serious. You have to be serious. You have to be disciplined. You have to respect paying them bills on time, keeping your credit card at. 10% below. And let's talk about that credit score, man. How did you enhance your credit score? First off, pay people what you owe people, man. That's the first thing. I'm going to respect the rules of, of this. And if you go over 30%, you're really playing yourself. But to be honest with you, I ain't never really played with my, with my score from the jump anyway. Just because I live on the principle of pay people what you owe people. So if you if you got that that respect and that characteristic, then you understand that when you use that card, you are borrowing. And you need to know that you don't need to go over a certain percentage. And, and me personally, I say 10 to 15 percent. Money is a tool, not a toy. People gotta understand that. Money is a tool, not a toy the sooner people realize hey man every couple of dollars i look at them like little soldiers man they're gonna go out there and get me some money some more see what i'm saying so with that credit thing it's like once you you're doing that you're building your amount up so let's say you get a you started out with a 250 500 and you stick it to that you never ever going past 25 percent but then you go and get another one as you're growing and you stacking your money and you building relationships with different financial institutions. Let's say, for example, you're banking with uh, Bank of America or uh, Navy Federal, which is one of my favorite financial institutions, by the way. When when, when dealing with these people and, and these um, loan officers and they see your face and different things like that, and they see your bank account and they see that you've been earning you've been saving and different things like that. Oh, you had a 250 or $500 car? Oh yeah, we're gonna give you a $1,500 car. Rock out with that, keep that at 10, 15%. You know, you keep building. You look up, now you got a $5,000 car. You know what I'm saying? You needed some tires for your car. Okay, perfect time to, to, to do that as long as it's under 10, 15%. But then you pay that right off. 
before it becomes a problem. It's okay to let them people make some money, but this is how you build your, you know, and you monitor it. I use Credit Karma and a few other, a few other things, but you use Credit Karma, you can use your online banking um, system. They usually got a FICA to tell you what to do. The real reason why get your LLC, you get your EIN, which is your employment identification number, and you open up a business account. And you once you're maintaining your personal credit, see, with personal credit, you get penalized. They penalize you the more you use it. But see, when it comes to business credit, once you establish a business credit, business credit, you get rewarded. So say if I got a business and I do a business credit card and I turn back around and I pay it off, I get rewarded. If I do that with personal credit, I get penalized, especially if that's over 30, 40, 50%. You see what I'm saying? My credit score dropped drastically, 30, 40, 50 points. So see, once people realize this is the game, you got three, you got two. Have not because you want not because you work not. As my mama say, you only know, one of three people. Either you don't know what's going, you, you don't know what the hell happening. You're just watching it happen, or you're making it happen. It's, it's, it's too much information at people's fingertips. You know, I, so go to Google University if you don't know something. Go to YouTube. Man. You know, do your due diligence because in anything worth having to anybody watching. You're going to have to do some work. And so for whoever don't want to do no work or do their due diligence, man, or put their 10,000 hours into something to master a craft and some knowledge and some understanding, you're wasting your time and your life going to reflect just that. Where did you learn your financial literacy from, man? I mean, between prison and a whole lot of reading, my parents, the hustlers in my family, just as far as how to deal with, with money. Like I come from the, come from the street and, and that was a make 10, save five, nine if you can. If you don't, you ain't going to holler at them people to be up to do this remote. Really, that's that's how it started. And, and just growing from there, bro, maturing and reading and studying and talking to people that specialize or better yet, and, and, and talking to people that, that mentors, man, that have, that, that are where you want to be. When I talk to parents when I, that have um, kids or teenagers that have talents like you, whether they can draw, whether they can cut hair, whether they can sing, whether they can rap, but from the parents, they looking at it as, you're not going to make no money off of that. Those are just hobbies. So I just wanted, want you to address the parents that where they know their kids have certain talents, but they're not inspiring them to get better. My mother used to say, don't put all your eggs in one basket. I say, as a father, I don't force nothing on my kids. Whatever they like, you see what I'm saying? Whatever they into, cool. I just, I'm just on that. If, if that's what you want, do it. If that's what you want, do it. Show me you serious. You show me you serious with different things. The harder you go with particular things, the harder I'm gonna go. So let's say you say, Daddy, I like, I, I want to learn how to produce or whatever. I might get your Casio keyboard. But once I see you own that, like you post to, oh man, I might pop up on you with, with a little MacBook and a MIDI keyboard. You see what I'm saying? I'm going to support it as much as you with it. If you really, truly with it and all for it, I got your back. 
that's how I feel like parents should be, whether it be gaming, whether it be whatever it is. But like, let's take that for example. If your kid really into video games, all right, make it educational and purposeful. Oh, you're going to some coding programs. Yeah, okay, I understand you like to do the, okay, you like to play them and you real nice and you want to enter in the tournaments and you think you get a bag and all of that. Cool. But at the same time, you're going to learn how to make your own. So it's all about a balance, man. It's, it, that's what I feel. It's all, it's all about a, ba a balance. And us as, uh, as parents and people, man, whatever jewels and gems and tools we can pay forward and give to people to help them blossom in whatever lane or purpose God put before them, man, that's, that's it. And that's for anybody of, of, of any age, color, or decree. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, this is Commissioner Scott from Atlanta, Georgia. If you had to provide advice to youngsters wanting to become entrepreneurs the right way, and they don't really know where to start at, like they don't have a starting point, what would you suggest they do or where would they start at, man? Like, is there an entrepreneurial starter kit that you could put together and drop on them real quick? The first thing I would say is save, save some of your money always and don't tell nobody. And if they have any kind of parent, role model, or anybody in their life that's trustworthy, utilize that source to, to, to start learning about banking and um, building a credit portfolio. If you do have children, helping them build businesses and maintaining them, even if it's at low maintenance, because the, the, the earlier the traction, the better, you know, the more trusted the brand and the more trusted the entity. Um, that's where I would say starting. Um, but a lot of that has to do with a support system. But what do you tell that youngin if nobody's willing to take him to the bank? Right. He can't keep it at grandma's house unless he learned where to tuck it at. Because Unc might come through there and got a habit. That's why we talk about the shoebox money so much. But there is cash out. That's true. There's different ways to establish your funds and to tuck your money. And I just I just say that. Don't be afraid to, to cut some grass, uh, to wash a car, man, to uh bag you some groceries. Don't be afraid to, I call it getting your 10,000 hours. See, when you do that, that's the beginning of your real entrepreneurial kit because that stops you from working every day of your life. That man that get up at four in the morning and go to that job that they don't care whether he live or die and he don't want and he don't want to be there. Yeah, that's work. So the sooner somebody get that and realize, hey man, this is what I want to do. I'm gonna learn everything about it. Okay, those are the kids to do what you have to do until you can really genuinely do what you want to do. Those are the, that's the kit right there in, in, in the quickest way that I could put it because you're going to have to work some long hours and some sleep, sleepless days to be an entrepreneur. See what I'm saying? So do you have any advice on uh, like your analysis, your approach to know how much it was it going to take for you to do what you wanted to do full time? What was your approach? Did you have any fears associated with that? And, you know, uh, how you went about doing that, man? First off, I still got to do shit that I don't want to do. Okay. You feel me? Yes, sir. Um, and probably even when I don't, I will. Because the bottom too close. The moment a person gets complacent, you know, I, I find that God and ancestors got a way of, of, of tighten, tightening you up. But outside of that, man, a king's work is never a king's work is never done. 
You see what I'm saying? But you have to be conscious enough to, to respect your lane and and what you stand for and what you stand on. You said how much you think it takes to, to do what you what you want what you want to do. So I, I would say this. It's that's a complex question, but I still do what I don't want to do. Meaning, okay, prime example, let's say barbershop studio, right? Yeah, I might get to wear what I want to wear. I might can take off when I really need to take off. I might not have nobody over me, a person over me saying, hey, man, get here. But I got clients that need services. I have bills. That's like, you better get your ass up. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> so so um, until my residuals... I can do like this and know that my residual income takes care of all of that and my toys. Oh, then, then, then I'm I'm super chilling. But until then, and and knowing me, that's that would probably be about fifty thousand a month, and it's possible twenty yeah twenty five to fifty a month. I I would say you know you can do it with a whole lot less, but I'm I'm saying. That's an excellent point because a lot of people get into business and they think because, you know, they got hat with the logo on it or they got their car painted up with their logo on it and they know a couple of people and they on Instagram flossing a little bit. I don't think they understand those principles, man. Hey, oh, and the other part I was saying about with the barbershop and the salon, like everybody not going to clean up like the boss don't get clean. So after I finish cutting hair some nights, guess what? Even though I'm tired, it's, uh, you ain't going to see that part. That's the part that you got to see when you in here, see me in there sweating. The rapper, singer, multi-platinum, Mr. See me riding around and all of that. But yeah, you don't see me. I came in here and cut hair at 9.30, 10 o'clock, 10.40. I might have said, man, I ain't cutting hair until 11 o'clock. But guess what? I ain't leave there till 11 o'clock. You see what I'm saying? And I think people forget that. And, and, and see, then it goes back to, Let's not forget all of the times I rode past a Porsche and said I wanted one. Then I walked past it and knew I could get one. I still kept walking past it when I knew I could buy more than one. I still kept walking past it when I knew I could have a couple. And then I went and bought it once I knew for a fact that everything I had going on put me in a position for it not to even matter if I got it or not. Ain't even felt buying it. You see what I'm saying? That's the difference. Wow. Now, here's the beautiful thing. I don't want to do nothing but music. I love music, but I like cutting hair. Or, or it, I, I didn't even say, I damn near, I, at times, I love cutting hair. You see what I'm saying? Because I get to talk to these youngins. I get to talk to troubled youth. I get to talk to troubled adults, people who, who might not have ever heard none of this game that I'm sharing right now on this platform. Every time they sit in my chair, they might get five, ten years or life-changing pieces of game. If they really take it and listen, your daddy, your mama never gave you that. Nobody ever told you, hey, man, you make 10, save five. Nine if you can, so that you always have something for your plan. No, no, ain't talking to you like that, yeah? So you you, you got to take that. And, and I'm going to say this, it's very important that we, we put some, some good numbers out there. They say, 1% of the world's population controls 99% of the world's wealth. I believe that because I know how the 1% is carrying on. And only 2 to 3% of people, last time I checked, in the nation got good credit. And, and 2 
2019, I think the average person's savings was less than $1,000 in America. And then when the pandemic hit, it went up to 3000 because of all the funding. It only just dropped staggering, the drop ridiculous due to either people realizing entrepreneurship, uh, getting lazy, becoming dependent, or first time uh, uh, seeing a certain level of bread that they wasn't seeing before through the unemployment program. Um, which is now why, why you see a lot of the craziness going on now. A lot of people trying to keep up with the Joneses. I said that to say this. So see, most people don't have the discipline. They don't even know. Most people aren't financially literate. So they don't even know how money works. First of all, they don't even understand money as a tool, not a toy. You use the tool to work for you so that you ain't working for it. And then in turn, to get you some toys. Life is then much more abundant. And when you do something like, hey, man, you love riding dirt bikes. Okay, learn how to fix them, build them motherfuckers, man. Learn how to build them. That way you you have a a, a passion. Hey, man, if, if you love sports, but you ain't make it to the league, do what you got to do to be able to run an AA, AAU league or do what you got to do to play overseas. But stand on what you stand on, putting in the work, and, and learning everything that you can and, and being willing to find out or ask someone who may know what you don't to get where you need to get. Put it never win, win it never quit. Stay down. Hey, Quan, man, I appreciate you coming through and blessing us, man, with the knowledge. I was just sitting here thinking, man, um, about, you know, you were just talking about having a business and, you know, being able to save your money and things like that. And I was just thinking like, where do you invest your money? Like, what's your what's your uh, investment plan or portfolio look like? Because I know that's very important as well. You know, not only to save your money, but allow your money to make money through investments. Real estate, music, my whole thing. Like, even with with that, like for me personally, all I want to do is music. So before it's all said and done, and y'all get one of the biggest, craziest catalogs ever, that's going to be residual income. <clears throat> that's me investing my time and my talent into me. I wrote a book, you know, so these things that we're describing with music and, and books and things like that, this is digital real estate. Then commercial real estate. I'm actually in the process of either coming to an agreement of owning the building that I just had or relocating my whole establishment. If I did that, my business is still my business. You see what I'm saying? My profiles, my reputation, my ratings, um, my brand, my name, these different things. So as long as I'm implementing that brand into the proper channel that I've built a trusted brand and I have been building, as long as you concentrating on spending your money on things that generate money, as opposed to things that cost you money, you'll be all right. That's the plan. And stack to put it in the right place for it to make sense. Hey, man, I, I ain't even gonna play with nobody. You somewhere where you can get some, get involved and not be a, a situation, you know, cannabis industry or whatever, man, get you some money, bro. You see what I'm saying? If you like wearing clothes, make you some shirts, bro. Like that'd be the problem. People don't understand all their assets be on their ass. 
and that's the that's 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 where you have a problem. You know what I'm saying? Like when I look around, I got gimbals, drones, little camera, I got studio equipment. I'm putting money in ads, promotion, marketing, you know what I'm saying? Hiring people, things like that. Because I know that this is the pendulum. This is what most artists don't know when you your own entity. This is the pendulum, right? You got to build that shit. You got to keep building. And once you get right here and it's strong enough to fuck carry its own, then you're going to see everything that God intended for you to see. But you got to understand there's going to be some sleepless nights. It's going to be some peanut butter and jelly months. It's going to be some oodle and noodle mornings. You see what I'm saying? But you got to stay down. And the rest, it's going gonna, it's gonna to make its way. The more you learn, the better you are. It's, it's no different than school. It's like you ain't never failed a test that you really studied for, have you? See what I'm saying? Never. Never, bro. And that's, and that's life. Did we really study? Anybody. You know, somebody will say, man, I tried everything. Did you really? Name 10 of them. They start off with, I did this, I did that, I did this, I did that, I did this, and then, and then, and then, and then, come on, we got, we got some more to go, I just asked for 10. And then when you get to 10, you got to get to 15, you can't get to 15 or 20, guess what, you ain't tried everything. We grind until infinity. I mean, it's, it's just forever, man, I can't even see me not grinding, but that's, in, in a nutshell, spend your money on things that make money, man. That's what matters. I don't, I'm not a big fan of cryptocurrency because um, I don't know everything about it. One, two, I'm just a old school hustler. Like man, like I bet on certain things. You know, I bet on Apple. I bet on things that I know ain't going nowhere. And respect whatever fun I can get from that. But man, I'm gonna put my hand on. I'm gonna put my money in something that generate money and that I can get money out of. Because in the end, you know, a lot of people run around look. You got so many people that worked for companies all these years, had their 401k and their retirement wrapped up in them folks. Wake up one morning, the whole company went bankrupt, lost everything. You got people that went to college and broke their neck, owed 150000 for school to be a doctor that ain't even started their career, that career path. So, oh, I give you, I give you one deeper. Government, all these people that gave they all to the government, bro. Remember when Trump was in office? Then people woke up and they was like, "Ain't nobody getting paid. I got to wait." But we gonna pay all of these politicians who been make getting paid triple what y'all been getting paid anyway. So you, you, who you betting with? I'm gonna bet on me. I'm gonna bet on me. I'm gonna get these properties. I'm gonna get this land. And and, and guess what? You can come around here talking about y'all taking this land that I worked for. If you want to, you gonna have to take a dead man on it. And I'm I'm gonna stand on that because I worked for this. I didn't put my fortune and my faith into somebody else or into another program that somebody can dictate and determine. No, man, I'm gonna put it in the land, property, I'm gonna put it in the goods, I'm gonna put it in the jewelry that don't lose value. And when I rock with these cars, just like I said, yeah, I got a Porsche, guess what? Like I said, it ain't a headache. And before it's a headache, that that car be on Toro, making me trip, double, triple what the hell it costs me before it's a problem. So, yeah, we're going we're gonna to turn, we're going to be concentrating on assets and not putting stuff on our ass. We're we, we winning. Just for like an independent artist, like what's your approach to marketing? I'm going to keep it above with you. Like this project right here, I really, my last album I put out was 2017. 
going into 2018. Yeah. Um, and I just made a vow to myself, even though I was doing stuff for television and filming, I put out records. Um, I just made a vow to myself that I was gonna reinvent myself, rebrand myself, stack my bread, and when I do come put myself in a position to put six figures or more behind my own shit. That was the first thing. So I I waited and it was hard. I had this, but I ain't have this. Or I had PR, but I ain't have no uh, video promo or no A1 video content. Mm -hmm. Then I had my website up and running, Mm -hmm. different things of that nature. So what I did was I'm like, okay, when I launch, I'm gonna make sure I got my website up to par in order. I'm gonna make sure that my videos are 6K um, top of the line. I'm gonna make sure that I taught myself how to mix and master, but I also hired a professional to mix and master with me to make sure that my shit was sounding A1. And that's what I did. And it's a marathon. So like say right now, I got bars and battles project out. My first single is The Jungle. And even though I don't put out other records as singles, The Jungle is my foundation single. So we went from pitching the playlist. Well, I got a distribution deal for my for my company. But even if you don't, if you ain't, you know, strong enough to have that, you got TuneCore. I recommend TuneCore. Okay. I, I ain't gonna, I, I, I don't rock with Distro Kid. United Masters, I ain't dealt with them. I, me personally, I recommend TuneCore. You see what I'm saying? I still get checks from two and four, whatever. Not even if I put out a record through them, or if I put out a record through somebody else, I, I put in the SRC code and, and administer it through them. Anytime I go up there, a thousand dollars, five hundred to a thousand dollars at any given moment. So I said that to say this. So the jungle is out right now, right? The jungle been out, but it's still a process, and I'm independent. But guess what? I got the jungle submitted and accepted by Com. You see what I'm saying? So I'm on BET going leading into BET jams, MTV, different things like that. Got PR, got uh, 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 social media marketing, got ads, everything. So right now it's just keep on going. Uh, Also, when it comes to marketing, uh, stepped out of my my regular um, to to build my brand with with acting. I went to some casting calls, got got a, a role in the movie as Tupac. What that's going to do for my brand alone over the next couple of years is insane. But all of this adds to that pendulum that I was just telling homie about. So now when you go to a club or you go to an event or you have something, they know that a certain amount of people is popping out for you. All of this matters. That's my approach to marketing as far as putting the record out, making sure that your, your it sound right, make sure that your cover's right. You see what I'm saying? And make sure that you have a plan. Everybody might not sit, sit back two, three years, or they might not be able to have the budget or, or or the access to money that me or, you know, the other person can, but start somewhere. Because even if you got 10,000 people rocking with you a year at some point, and each of them people give you $50, that's still a ticket. So that's how I see it. Earlier when you were talking, you were talking about... Uh you know, receiving mentorship on things that you don't know about. Like, so how do you go about identifying uh, mentors for yourself? Like, you know, when you don't know something, who do you, who do you, you know, what, what kind of avenues do you kind of use to, to identify, you know, who could drop that knowledge for you? First thing is choose wisely. That's the first key is choosing wisely. Don't be fooled. 
you gotta know what 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 you're looking at and what you're looking for. Um, and what I mean by that is basically checking checking a person out. And I think the first thing is, man, if 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 you're blessed enough to meet somebody that's involved in something that you want to be involved in or something that you're involved in that they have obtained a greater level than you in that then yeah i definitely you know that's that's a mentor period but you still gonna have to do the work and you still should do your research because a person could have and be a part of what you want to be a part of and have what you want them to have but guess what if they ain't a pure person you might set yourself back five, 10 years messing with them people. How did you get that discipline to be like, oh man, you know, this is a material thing. You know, like this Porsche is a material thing I could have, but I got a bigger plan in mind. One, I'm tight. <laughs> <laughs> One, I'm tight. It's hard, it's hard so, to come up off here's of the funny part. Like, yeah, but see, here's the funny part, right? My friends, I probably, even when I wanted it, I probably could, I, I could have got it. But but I waited because I just I, I just told myself, man, before I did that, it was certain things I was gonna do. And those things I was that I said I was gonna do, it, it was all a part of increasing my net worth and, and my earnings to the point where and guess what? I knew that the longer I waited, hell the the, the price is gonna go down. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? But real tough. Um a Porsche is a Porsche. Yeah. I don't. I don't need one off the showroom floor. I got the one that I really wanted. Right. And when it, when it, when the time is right, I'm gonna get to take them. So it's just that I got that discipline from the first time I spent all my re-up money. You keep it. I gotta. I gotta keep it. Keep it gutter with you. And I realized, oh boy, you out when you went. Hey, when you ain't got it, you ain't got it. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. And then I learned how to re-up but I still trick off my extras. Yeah. And then I caught a case and they had no lawyer money or no bond money and went to prison. Mm -hmm. And I learned from that. And while I was in prison, I studied. You see what I'm saying? And then the time they tried to come with something since then, man, I, I, go, I go on vacation, my lawyers deal with it. The point being is, if you don't have no discipline, you don't have nothing. Where, where order is absent, chaos is ever present. Mm. And that's just that. So, Whoever, you know, in the end, just, just like when we dealing with these babies or we dealing with these irresponsible ass grown folks, listen, man, we can pour all the love into you in the world. Little homies, little, little home girls, grown folks, troubled folks, traumatized, PTSD, but guess what? God bless the child that has their own, man. We can sit here and talk about it, but if you don't acknowledge discipline and know when to tell you or, or, or learn when to tell yourself no, you just want the yes is hey, man, say, man. Your life is gonna be a reflection thereof. You don't have no choice. And see, for me, I like I like nice things. I like comfort. I don't like hearing gunshots and and, and, and sirens every night. I know what the hell that's like. So, yeah, I know I want to be somewhere where my kids can play and different things like that. Yeah, so I'm mashing, man. I'm up in the morning. I'm collectively plotting out my steps, and I'm respecting my lane. Okay, boom. Oh, I see what you're doing over there, good brother. Yeah, man, salute. Yeah, oh, okay. Yeah, but I might have some over here. I'm doing this crypto thing. Hey, that's cool, man. I'm going to watch out. I'm going to learn. I'm reading about that, but I know about this right here. I know about selling these songs and cutting this here. Mm -hmm. And I know if I get me a building and I put a couple of barbers in here, man, I could triple my work. 
hey, man, say, man, I'm going to stick to what I know how to do. And then I take that, make 10, stay five, nine if I can, and build, and, and build off of that because that's my lane. Yeah. It's just like the highway. The person that get the weaving in and out, them be the people that y'all see on the side of the road broke up. Definitely great information, man. Um, and like I was alluding to, man, you know, you spent some time, you did seven years, you come out, you link up with Nas. How did that collaboration come about? How did you link up with Nas? There are the few records that I had did um, with LES, and I was working on my project at the same time, building a, a good buzz. He heard the music, he loved it, spit his, his fire on there. And we made history. With the Just A Moment, now, was that something that um, they basically came to you and said, you know, we want, want you to add a verse, or was that your song that you brought to them? That was a song that I had already had in the tuck. I wrote that song when I was locked up. It was in the hole. My sister had just got sent Iraq, and my godmother had died. Like, I, I had a couple of deaths back to back, and uh, I I think I thought I was I had tricked my time up. I did trick my time up, but I thought like I was about to catch like a whole another five to ten little incident. Somebody tried me, stole something, put their hands on something, man, no business. And I let pride allow me to do something foolish. But I got, you know, I came from up under it, ended up coming home. And um six months I was in my first magazine, major magazine, eleven months. After I came home, I had a I had a hit record, man. There ain't nobody but God, though. It God, God and Nas. After being around Nas, working with Nas, what business tips did you learn from Nas? Um, never quit and move militant, man. Move militant, like never quit, man. And never forget the struggle. You've been around legends, but you've been blessed to be around legends. You gave your song to Nas, blessed his album. And had that and, thing booming. So yeah. I want to know that Jay-Z seen, Nas. Oh, shout that out to Nas, probably. too. Shout out to Nas, man. He's been showing love. Whole tour, he's been playing the song. I seen him the night before last. It was nothing but love, man. We flicked up, had a good talk. And uh, yeah, that's what it is. I just remember Nas telling me, he was like, him and Jay talked, and he was like, it's very important to never quit. They was like, the reason why he's still doing music is because our generation, our, our genre of hip hop is the only genre where they try to make you feel bad for growing up and being of age and still being nice with your pen. They want you to think only young cats can do it. And that's why Jay and Nas and older legends are still doing it, man. They done chopped about that, man. We got to keep it going. Keep adding to our catalog. Think about it. Hip hop was the only, until Jay and them started doing that, hip hop was the genre. They tried to stop you, man. I, I remember, Dudes would be like, man, I ain't, I ain't getting no, I ain't getting no deal, man. I'm 25. I'm 30. Nah, man, we're gonna keep on mashing. And that's why it's very important. I feel like, especially with me, it's very important. Thank God that I'm already in the history books. But it's very important, man. I keep going. Cause because this story, it keep it keeps getting greater and greater for all of the homies that still got dreams uh, 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 or goals and ambitions and aspirations, you know to do different things. Man, hey, man, I already showed you a cat could come from the gutter. A cat could come from being a young savage, a young demon, to growing up to being a mature businessman, um, go from being a five-time felon to a legal gun owner. All of these things, man, and then on top of that, to, 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 to chart and go around the world and be with the best of the best and not pan out how everybody thought or hoped. 
but never gave up to still come back and do it great. Oh man, come on, man. Just the moment do 25%. I mean, if anything off of bars and ballads, my new project out right now, do 25% of what, if one of them records do just 25% of what Just the Moment did. That's one of the greatest stories of all time. And last question, man. You know, you playing Pac in the Andre Ryzen movie, man. We got to hear about that, man, before I let you go. That's a big move. Somebody was like, yo, they're having a casting call. I think you'll make a good Pac. I said, shit, I think so too. I went to the casting and got the part, man. So how about that for action? How about that for me always saying, yeah, one day I'm gonna get into this acting thing. I wanna try the acting thing. But guess what? If I wouldn't never got up and went, then what? I don't hook brothers up with job opportunities. They was about to get paid. It was like, oh, I ain't make it out. I, I didn't set no alarm, or I ain't had no babysitter, or I ain't had no ride yeah, there. Yeah, you, you ain't want it. You ain't want it. But you want that red bone, though. You mad at the club. You get to that, though. I want to thank you for coming on Black Men Sunday's Quan. Peace, my Thanks brother. Thanks for having me. Check it.